I didn't do it, I swear. I always wanted to be a big shot. Oh, and you became a big shot. Just not in the in the space that you probably thought you'd become a big shot there, Sid. What's happening, guys? Welcome to uh, Batman the Fanimated Stream. We, do, of course, took uh, last weekend off because uh, my co-host, Mr. Scott McClellan, was out of town. And how was your trip, sir? Restorative. There's, <laughs> there's something about being in a cabin in the mountains, in the middle of the woods, just sipping your coffee, looking mm. at trees and mountains it's, yeah it's there so is crazy. really something about that i remember uh it was two new years ago uh because my brother is a new year's baby so for his 40th birthday we went to um um uh, lake tahoe and of course you know snow everything and i just remember yeah like the first morning uh woke up and i just had one of the i mean a, it was like that perfect that perfect mug that's you know the ceramic mug and mm -hmm. I had some coffee piping hot and i was just walked outside and i was just like looking and just seeing all the trees and it was freezing cold and the snow and everything ah it was fantastic i remember i took a picture of it too and i was like that's just there's just something about that something oh, about yeah. that. it was literally one of those on a clear day you could see forever because it was up yeah. in the smoky mountains in north carolina and uh ah oh. <laughs> nice. I'm sure. Sorry for I'm being sure. late, guys. Uh, we yeah. started on time, but I had to. I had to go be a hero and kill yeah. a giant bug. That my literally, my <laughs> wife called me as we yeah. were as we were about backstage. to go live. <laughs> as we were backstage, we're about to go live, and all of a sudden, like, uh, and I love your ringtone, by the way. It's just na 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 na. It's the Wonder Woman theme, and for, it, uh, it's specifically my wife's ringtone. <laughs> nice. I like that. Yeah, and then it was like, hold on, I got to go kill a bug right now. So yeah, started just a little bit late, and then I apologize too i scheduled it even though i said seven on the tweet i did accidentally schedule it on youtube for uh eight o'clock and then i quickly changed it but luckily i added a little five minute window because you know uh services was you know were needed from uh, scott here so it's going on ryan we got jason here we got miss captain gator girl nikki right there we got cat good to see you we got ryan yes we got the crew we got the crew here. Got Thank the crew you, Kat. Here. It was a very nice, relaxing vacation. It's nice when something's only a five-hour drive away. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's very, yeah. You don't want to, that's the bad part. Like, um, yeah, driving is always the fun part. I mean, when I went to Arizona, luckily, it was like around five hours, too, and it didn't, it wasn't that bad. Five either. hours is like that sweet yeah. spot of, you go, you go seven, and then you're like, and then you start to feel it in the drive. Yeah, because then it starts feeling like work. I mean, like, yes. you know, we have an eight-hour work day normally. So it's, it starts to feel like that. And then not to mention, also, if it's the only thing that makes anything like, um, you know, if it was five hours, if there's traffic, then that really sucks. But it's called Chattanooga. It's, <laughs> yeah, if it's just five hours and there's no traffic, it's fine. But yes. if I'm going to Vegas, see, it should take me without traffic to go to Vegas just probably just under four hours okay but the last couple times i went to vegas coming back it has taken six and a half to seven hours because of the traffic it's horrible that just is miserable but like i said driving to arizona where i went and then uh back from no no real traffic couple little spots because when you get in california let's face it traffic sucks here so a couple little spots but mainly it was pretty easy flow in and you know it just didn't feel like it was uh like a five-hour trip so that was good yeah and then but we come back and man i love this episode 
This is a great episode. episode. And, you know, I mean, even like what Eric said, you know, because obviously, you know, you have the uh, episode of Almost Got Him. And then we have somebody that, well, got him, kind of, in a way. And what I love about this episode, and we'll get to it, man, Joker's reaction to the whole thing is just so perfect. And it... I mean, and not to mention, this is a this is a uh, this is a Deanie Tim episode too. By the way, yes, you know? it is. It is a Deanie Tim, which is great. I loved seeing that in the opening title card. Just seeing that it's written by Deanie, and it's uh, uh, yes, and the organ, yes, the organ, it's yes. Shirley Walker with the organ. It's just like, <laughs> oh man. Oh, it's so good. It's got like a almost like a horror element to it. Well, you it, know, it's, it sounds like fan of the opera. Yes. And then, okay. and then the, the music that plays right here at the beginning of the episode is probably the most Elfman-like this show ever got when it wasn't actually playing Elfman's music. You're absolutely correct. That's a, that's a good way to, uh, to uh, talk about that. Yeah, because um, right, that was the first thing I wrote, too, on my notes was starts off with the organ, you know? Just the organ music was just so... Uh, so perfect for this and then of course and, just and that the, title card i mean look at behind card. us it's like what a schmuck <laughs> <laughs> oh i know uh poor little sydney here who's the center of all this and by the way do we know who uh voiced him of course we know who voiced him. okay who voiced him do, do you know are you are you being rhetorical I did, or do you... no 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 i'm being i'm not being rhetorical i didn't look oh really i did oh, not it's matt fuhr matt fuhr okay i know that name oh 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 god um have to look it up yeah, look him up because I know things that I don't know if, if they connect for you. Like I think about okay. like there was a TV movie of Generation X that he was the bad guy. Yes. yes. Wow. Okay. Yes. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, that. that guy. Yeah, that guy. Yes. He was a uh, uh, Max Max Headstone Headroom. or Head Headroom, Headroom, whatever the fuck. Headroom. And yes, he was in me, Honey I Sh Honey I Shrunk he, the Kids. He was in Watchmen. Wow, in, I didn't uh, know that was him. Yeah, because he was Moloch. He was Moloch yes. and Watchmen. Moloch and Watchmen. Of course, then yeah. also in the ABC miniseries they did of Stephen King's The Stand with like Gary yes. Sinise and Molly he Ringwald. Was in that too. He was Trash Can Man. Yeah, he was in that. And then uh, I've actually been doing a rewatch of this show, which is a show that I love that was on Sci-Fi Channel. Eureka. I don't know if you ever watched Eureka. I didn't watch it, but I but yeah. I know of it. Yeah. Yeah, he's uh he's in this. He, he's not like a consistent character, but he's like a recurring character mm -hmm. who's an Australian guy who's like really, of course, super smart. He's also in there too, which is cool. But yeah, I did not know that that was him. I See, I would not have you... guessed. I, I knew it even before. Like it was yeah. one of those that as soon as I heard his voice, I was like. Wow, I, didn't, that's I didn't even hear it. I didn't even hear it. Wow. That's crazy, but that's cool. But yeah, talk about an unlikely uh, person to take out the Batman, which is kind of like, uh, this is what's so great about this episode, because I mean, it starts off and I love how, you know, the, uh, the way that the score is and you got the rainy alley, you got him running down. Yes. The shadows, the animation's good. I don't think it's spectrum. It's not spectrum, but not, it's, not but it's up there. It's not bad. Oh, yeah. I love it. There's even a shot too where, you know, he's running and, and like a newspaper falls down and says Batman slain and he like steps on it. It's such a, and this is, this is so Deany in my opinion. It's such a yeah. film noir structure totally that, is. that we, we meet the character where it's that whole in medias res where it's like, we're in the middle of the action. He he's, he's going to show up at Rupert Thorne's door and then the entire episode is a flashback of him narrating yes. what happened. I think of things like, have you ever seen Sunset Boulevard? Yeah. Uh, it Long always reminds time. me of that. 
I, it always reminds me of that because that one's funny because spoiler alert for a movie that's been out since like the 40s yeah. you know you know it's being narrated by a dead guy mm-hmm. so <laughs> i was pretty unique when it came to that i was like yeah you know i mean if you're gonna do a narration i mean that's that's pretty cool i like that but yeah no i get what you're saying and um and you know even just and I love the fact that we got, you know, we got Thorn in this episode as well. And I know. Uh, it's, been a, it's been a hot minute. It's been a little bit. Had, it's been a minute since we have Rupert in an episode. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. And of course, uh, he comes in there and I love how, I mean, we, you just see how awkward Sydney is like right off the bat. Just, uh, you know, he's just, he's got that, you know, that's the way that he even talks and everything. And then, of course, he's all dripping wet and he sits down and he's just like, oh, sorry about the leather. You know, it's like. And also the way he's drawn, like he's got like, yes. I mean, he's already a short guy, but then like he's got the shoulders slumped and and, and, it's, and it's just so. He's got the he's big glasses shock. and the beady eyes, you know, there's just everything about this. And the hairline that I means yes. technically he's got even more hair than I do right now, but it's okay. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, he's just a guy who's just, he's like, what are you actually doing here? You know, what, what, why, are you, why, this is the guy that took out Batman. And then, you know, even uh, Rupert, uh, you know, goes, you know, he basically pours some, I guess, some tea or whatever that obviously can't that- have. Yeah, you can't have alcohol in a kid's show. If it was like, you know, if this was like uh, a movie or something like that, Rupert Thorne would be pouring some scotch and say, you want one or something like that, of course. But TV, kid's show. So, of course, it's some kind of tea or something like that or whatever. And he's just, he tells like, Sydney, the man who killed Batman, you know, and he's just the way he says it, you know, so pleasant because we get a different kind of reaction from the Joker later on. Right. You know, you have these two, you have these two, you know, these two, uh, you know, pardon the pun, thorns in uh, Batman's oh, side. Seriously, you I just know that was so bad. That was so bad. That was I mean, so bad. Dude. Oh, I love that. Come on. <laughs> it was so bad. It was good. That's what that's that's what was happening with that. No, but uh, but at the same time, just seeing like the different reactions, too, because I mean, Thorne seemed like he was like, oh, thank God. You now the guy is gone. And of course, he wants to hear the story. And then when 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 uh, Sydney starts telling the story, I love it how it when it fades to uh the flashback i mean it very much zeroes in on a propane tank and you're going yes, oh I that's know. gonna be key <laughs> oh no no trust me i saw that I was like, oh check off propane tank <laughs> yeah <laughs> pretty much yes it's just like okay that's that something something's gonna blow up and i feel yeah, so bad that I, i'm referencing Chekhov's gun I yeah yeah like you the, totally did <laughs> and the teacher in me is like do i need to explain that concept nah, to people? i got it i got it i don't know if anybody else got it i, I got it <laughs> okay <laughs> no, but... okay Dra- drama theory if you show again the first act it must be fired by the third act otherwise yes. why did you show it in the first place there, there we go, go. There's there you go. Now, in 30 seconds. <laughs> that, see, you learn something even on the Batman, the Phantom Age stream right there. You got to love that. But um, so obviously we got Sydney who's being a part of this, this, uh, you know, uh, what's going to, I mean, I guess what they're doing is kind of doing like a, like a, they're, doing, what, they're what, doing a drug run. They're doing, they are doing a drug run. Right. And they're kind of utilizing Sydney as, okay, if the Batman shows up, we're going to throw him, we're going to put him on the rooftop because that's where Batman shows up. Yeah. He's, he's and, the chum. He's the chum yes. for the sharks totally totally doing that which um you know it does make sense because even right off the bat when they're running through into this warehouse i mean he trips i mean he's so you know he's a klutz he's just and you feel bad for the guy really you do feel bad for the guy um through this whole thing and then you know even when he's up on the rooftop he starts doing like shadow puppets because they like they do that whole thing where it's like yeah man you're gonna you're gonna go up there and uh well we're gonna give you a cool little name right there it's we're gonna call you sid the squid 
you know, only and because like, he saw a calamar Eddie yeah. G saw a calamari billboard and like just came up with his head. Funny enough, I did not know this because the voice was completely unique. But the actor who's the voice of Eddie G is a known name. Oh, who's he? It's Robert Picardo. Robert Picardo, who is that? Okay, see, for me, I know him really well because I I I, I grew up watching Star Trek. Mm. And he was on Voyager. He was the holographic doctor on Picardo. Star Trek Voyager. Picardo. I can't even spell his name right. Picardo. Yeah. How do you spell his name? <laughs> uh, like Picard with an O at the end. P-I-C-A. Oh, Picard. 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 Okay. Yeah. yeah. See, I'm, I'm typing in B. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was in uh, Inner Space. Yes, he was in Inner Space. He was in Inner Space. Yeah. Yes. That's, when I see his face, I always think Inner Space. Yeah. He was in uh, First Contact also. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Damn. Some known people in here. I love it. I know. But once again, listen, I, I, even when I saw, because that was when I had to catch his name in the credits, and then I rewound the episode. I was like, hell no, I couldn't figure that out. Like, like I even listened to it going, <laughs> yeah. nope, can't hear that man's voice <laughs> yeah. whatsoever in this. Exactly. So that's cool. So we have two, like, relatively Oh, there's known another people. one. There's, there's, there's another, another one. one. There's another one. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, I can't wait. Can't wait. So, so yeah. So Sid is on top of the, you know, on the rooftop. He's got a flashlight and he's doing like, I love how he's doing like a squid shadow puppet. And it's it, very, I'm like, how did he make his, I mean, how did he make his fingers look like tentacles? Good job, Sid. Animation, Dave. I know, exactly. But I just love how it was like, they, they really, they really hit that pretty hard. I'm like, okay. Um, it's cool. I'll, I'll, I'll let it pass. I'll let it pass. But, um, so, uh, of course, Batman does show up. And then, you know, of course, poor Sid is like, oh, he's freaking out. And then Batman's wondering, like, what the hell? What's going on? This seems like a drug run. What's what's happening? I need to know. And then and then, of course, the uh, you know, the dudes down on the ground level, they they shine their flashlights. So stupid. Like, yeah, if the, if the whole point was to use Sid as bait, like, don't <laughs> do not alert the bat to your presence. I mean, yeah, seriously. don't do that. But then at the same time, they shined it up there just in time for the klutz that Mr. Sid is trips. And it looks like he's attacking Batman. So then these guys are going, holy shit. Look at that. Look at Sid. He's he's taking on the Batman. I, I love I love the line that one of them says, which was um, he's got guts. No brains, but guts. <laughs> exactly, you know? So, I mean, it's it's just one of those things. And obviously, when things are happening, like, you know, Batman kind of, like, you know, pushes him off, kicks, I think he kind of kicks him off or pushes him off or something. And, of course, there's one of those clothesline things that spin around, and that <laughs> comes in. I think it was, like, it was almost like an antenna. At or, the like, an antenna, movie. yeah. I yeah. don't know if it, yeah, it could have been something like that, too. It just seemed, yeah, well, whatever it does, it it helps sit out because, and Jesus Christ, uh, you know, it, it, he's kind of taken on the Batman, not willingly. It's just because he's so klutzy, so... And then, of course, we get the uh, the infamous little, oh, yeah, someone's going to fall down because he does. He backs up so far that he falls over the edge. Of course, he grabs on the edge. Batman tries to, to rescue him. And uh, and then um, things bad things happen. Well, it, it's basically like, you know, if you've ever done any uh, life saving courses, you know, yeah. if, if you go to swim to someone, they always say come up from behind them so they can't yeah. see you coming because yeah. – when a drowning person is going to claw for dear life. So that's what Sydney's doing. He's because that was like, will you stop struggling? <laughs> stop struggling. I mean, and he's 
you know, things are, and then a brick falls down as Batman slips and then Sydney grabs onto the Cape and Cal basically just, you know, unmasks over him. Yes. Just unmasked Batman. And he starts falling towards, of course, what we saw at the beginning is the propane tank. Uh, well, we already saw the, the brick first punctures it and causes it to be like, shh. So then as Batman does fall, we get kablooey and then everybody's going, oh my God, is Batman dead? We didn't see anybody swing out around anything like that. But um, yeah, so then it's like this whole, now we got this story where you have this klutzy idiot that was supposed to distract from what was happening. Now walking down with holding on Batman's cape and cowl and then everybody's like, holy shit, the other guys are impressed now. I know. And, and, and then the, what I love about, cause you know, it's cutting back and forth consistently between the flashback and Sid talking yeah. to Rupert Thorne. Uh, but when it flashes, when it continues the flashback, you know, it's, it's got like the long table and they're all like, Sid, 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 Sid. And I love the image of him sitting at like the head of the table with a cowl like draped yes, over the it's back like of the a, They made a throne like to him and like the, the cape and the cow is like right at the top. And yeah, like I said, they're just, and they're just in some kind of, they're not even like at like a headquarters. It seems like they're at some kind of mob bar place but or whatever. That, and that's the weird thing because, you know, like the man who offed the Batman, and then you got like the biker dude. Yeah, and I'm sitting here going, "What kind of place is this?" I literally wrote in my notes, "Bikers and mobsters." Like, yes, this I a, mean, <laughs> this is an interesting locale that we're deciding really to have is. a drink at. It really is because. You know, obviously, um, this guy is arm wrestling somebody, of course, because, you know, back in the 90s, arm wrestling, that's how you showed you were tough right there. So you got this biker dude who's uh, wearing, a, uh, you know, a jean jacket vest, no shirt underneath because you got to see the bulging, you know, pectoral muscles that the uh, the animation of uh, this. But with, the always... beer, but with the beer belly. Yeah, with the beer belly. Yeah, Not, no six pack, but he's got a good. It's up here. It's pretty good. But, you know, the, the, the man dad, probably... it's what we call a dad bod these days. Yeah, yeah. He likes him in his pizza and donuts. So. Um, and then, of course, he's hearing like, oh, yeah, you know, Sydney, the toughest man in Gotham. And, of course, when he heard that, he said, no, no, I'm the toughest man. So if I take out the guy who took out the Batman, I'm going to be the toughest man in Gotham. I so he goes. No, I love us. You're getting no argument from me. <laughs> he's, it's like it's like Sid wants he loves the respect, but he doesn't want to be he's not confrontational at all. That's no. the thing. He wants the respect, but no, he doesn't want the. He doesn't want the confrontation for because sure. Because he beat Batman out of, I love what Rupert Thorne says later in the episode. No one is that lucky or that stupid. Yes, I am. <laughs> this is a great episode. It's, it's a really great, great episode. episode. It's ridiculous. It's a, it's ridiculous, but it's also great uh, how uh, it is. And then, of course, pretty much a whole bar fight starts to happen, of course. And then I love the bartender dude who's just eating like Talk popcorn. About, that's a mood. That bartender. That bartender is a mood because he's just sitting there bored out of his ever-loving mind, eating the peanuts. And yeah, then as soon as probably. one of the guys falls underneath the bar, he just kind of goes, and like yep. knocks just knocks over the dish. So then it just falls on the dude because he's probably like, oh, just like an, it's just another Tuesday. Just another <laughs> Tuesday in this fucking place. I guess we're going to have to, you know, we're going to have to fix it up again and clean up. God. So he just lets it happen. It's probably happened so frequently. It He's doesn't the even one who called him. the cops. Yeah. 
<laughs> and then I love how Sid was like happy that the cops showed up. You like see the like he, he even says it in the narration. And then he just got this little smile on his face because he's just like, oh, yeah, the cops. But then it's like, oh, wait, but they're going to arrest me. Hello. And yes, they get put into a cell. Yeah. And then we see. And it's not just, and it's just a cell. It's like one of those tanks. You know, uh -huh. you know, it's like the drunk tank. It's like where you yeah, put because all of them are in there. Yeah, all of them are in there. Put in there, and then we get Montoya, which you know, been a little bit since we've seen her. Montoya, um, of course, is the one that locks them up, and then Bullock comes in and basically says, "Oh, yeah." So at the scene of the crime, turns out uh, the casualty was uh, was Batman. And what's interesting about this, as much hate as Bullock I has. He's got a pretty sad look on his face. I know. And I'm trying. And, and I thought that was interesting. It's like, was, is he really that broken up about Batman? Is it more that he's seeing the effect it's having on Jim? That's what I think it is, because obviously, he's, you know, he says it to uh, Matoya that, you know, that Jim's taking it pretty hard. So I'm thinking it's I think it's a little bit because, you know, I think we all. You know, with even with re recent episodes that Bullock, yeah, he's a dick when it comes to him. But, it, you know, there's a there's a little bit of respect there. Yeah, a little bit. So I yeah. think it's a little bit of that. But he also he's seeing how his mentor, his boss, his, you know, Gordon is it's really if I just wish we could have solved. I'm surprised there wasn't any Gordon in this episode. It's interesting, too, because Gordon is listed in the voice credits. Yeah, but we don't. But he's well, not in the episode. He's not in the episode at all. You think in an episode where Batman gets killed, that's that thing. That's the one of the, the the gripe that I have for this episode is the fact that there is no Jim Gordon in this. And I'm kind of like, he's in yeah. the voice, but he was in the cast list. So I wonder if there's like a deleted scene or something. Ooh. Like it got cut for time. Release the Tim cut of this episode. I don't know. Yeah, could have been episode fifty one. Yeah, of <laughs> episode fifty one. Um. And then I'm kind of wondering, too, like, uh, I actually wanted to ask you this because it wasn't there always when it comes to um, what are they called? I always forget uh, when they try to get things like approved by the the terms of. Yeah. Oh, standards and practices. Standards and practices. I thought kill having the word killed was like like bad or is that not? It, bad? No, it was bad. It, it was yeah. always I, it got like I don't know how they got away with it, because if you watch cartoons like just. Like literally, like the next year, it's I will destroy you. Or yeah. they, they actually, I wonder if, you know, at this point, though, if you think of it, they've been doing this for 51 episodes. You kind of wonder if they've kind of like gotten like that. Okay. Know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're Look fine. What like, you guys are doing here. Yeah, that was one of the things and I, I meant to ask that at the beginning of the episode, because, I mean, if you look at the title card, killed is like the most like it's they wanted it. to emphasize that big time when it came to the title card, because it's like in bold, like solid white letters, lettering where it's just like the man who killed Batman. It's like, geez. And I'm like, wait, I thought that was a big no, no at first. It is but, a big no, no. So that's yeah. a great point you bring up. Yeah. Like, wow, you. <laughs> Wow, you, you guys got away Ooh, with something there. Look at me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Point, yeah. No, but yeah, they did get away. And I'm just kind of wondering, like, yeah, I'm, you know, again, there's, I swear, if we somehow like, we, could, we could just, when, when the new, um, when the new, uh, animated, animated series, series comes out, if we yeah. can, if we can get some, you know, a talk, talking with those guys, man, there's so many questions that we can ask those guys. Oh, oh man. Oh, you know, it's because Steven got to talk with Tim right. for Superman, the animated series. So See? Mm. Yeah, no. I, don't, I think it could be possible. It could be possible. You know, I could start, uh, you know, making some contacts and try to um, 
get those guys and even maybe even a conroy too you know that'd be sweet oh um, by the way have you read um have you read the dc pride anthology that came out this week oh no i didn't but i saw it i saw it uh well, heard it's, of, it, yeah. it, it's also been it, it they released it same day on dc universe infinite so you don't have to go to a comic if you've got a subscription you don't even have to go to a comic shop and pick up the issue you can actually read it for free if you're a subscriber to infinite okay. because the very last story is that autobiographical story that Kevin Conroy scripted nice. about about him identifying with Batman as he was as he was coming out. So highly yeah. recommend if you guys if you have a DC Universe Infinite subscription, it's already there free to read. You don't have to go and buy the out. issue. Yeah. Check it out. Yeah. I remember I think I saw Conroy actually he posted about it too earlier this week. Yes, he did. he actually did a big yeah. thank you for all the feedback he was getting because oh, yeah. it gives, yeah. it's a very it, have you ever read the Paul Dini graphic novel, Dark Knight? No, I don't think I have. Maybe. That, it reminded me of that, about how people involved in this series, how it connects to a very uh, a very difficult time in their life. And if you, so if you ever get a chance, you need to check that out, too, if you want to definitely. learn a little bit more about Paul Dini. Okay. Yeah, I'll definitely check that out. Dark Knight by Paul Dini. Is that on... Where where could I find it? Just probably just find on Amazon or something like that. You had to find it on Amazon yeah. because yeah. It, it was a it was a stand it was it was a Vertigo title because it was a standalone graphic novel. Okay, okay, definitely check that out, and everybody should check that out too. And and uh, yeah, and what uh, also what Kevin Conroy did too. That's also great. Uh, I think a lot of people didn't really realize that he was you know. Yeah, uh, I don't yeah. think yeah, I don't think a lot of people really I remember like that was a topic of conversation like recently. I'm like, wait, I thought that was actually kind of known known? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I eh, but whatever. It's fine. You know, now more people know, and I'm glad that he uh is uh you know, he posted about that and the new thing is out and we can read about it, so that's really cool. But um of course now we got and so now that we found out with all this, and then we get Miss Harleen Quinzel coming in. And, here. Was, and is this the first time we've heard so. that name? I think so. Because yes. I'm not remembering hearing that any time before this. So I think that's the first time they were like, all right. We're gonna kind of get um we're gonna get the real name of Harley Quinn, which is Harley I'm gonna Quinn. and by the way, I'm gonna check on you talk. I'm gonna check on something okay. just to be sure. Yeah, check on that. And then uh yeah, he shows up and then of course uh uh to release Sid and basically has a uh papers for that. Um okay, and then, course, so I was just double checking this. Yeah. This episode aired a full year before the Mad Love comic. Okay. Uh, came out and that's, and that's the back that, that we got to all get all the backstory with all you that. the backstory in mad yeah. love so yeah. this is honest to goodness the first time we've heard that name there it is dr quinzel right there yes that's correct and uh and then i love the exchange between her and bullock and uh am i am, am i am i um am i right in saying that she uh basically um uh, said Bullock has a small penis. <laughs> you know what? You are not the first. I'm glad to know that I'm not the only one who thought that. You know, <laughs> I said it's so subtle. Once. It's so subtle. I said yeah. you a subpoena once. It was a small subpoena. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And I was like, I even was like, I put that. I was all, did she, yeah, dick joke. <laughs> it's like <laughs> knowing knowing these guys. I I would lay dollars to donuts. Yes, that was a very subtle dick joke. Dude, like I mean, it's so funny too. She's all, I think I you know I served you a subpoena once, and then she walks, and then she turns again, a small subpoena, and then just is like, hmm, 
Hmm, that's a little suspicious right there. And I think they, they slipped it by there in a kid's show where the where the kid's watching and going, okay, what the hell? And the, the parents well, going, the kids don't even know what a subpoena is. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And the parents are going, Did you did did, did you hear that? Did you hear that? I mean, I mean it's subpoena, you know, penis. Yeah, that's yeah. a little it's you know, they slipped it by there, and I'm sure they laughed their asses off when they you better believe it. Oh, oh yeah. man. Yeah, uh, God, what a great episode. Um, and then, of course, you know, we get in the car and uh, she starts doing, you know, putting on the Harley makeup. And, uh, you know, even Sid's like, yeah, easy on the makeup, because obviously you get the little the dustings of it. And then, of course, she shows she puts on the headpiece and the mask and everything like that. And then it's like, uh oh, you're going to the Joker, sir. The Joker would like to speak to you. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. Then when we get to his headquarters, we have another first appearance. Hmm. Bud and Lou. Bud and Lou. Oh, yeah, because the hyenas. Yes. Yes, now, the first time we saw the hyenas, yes. First time we've ever saw that. Now, we don't know their names are Bud and Lou yet. No, they don't that mention That doesn't it. happen for a while. But is this it? is the first appearance of the hyenas. And, yes, their names are their names are Bud and Lou. Yeah. Do you know why? No, I don't. Bud Abbott and Lou Costello. Oh, Abbott, well, their names after Abbott and Costello. <laughs> well, there you go. D is the first time that we hear their names is uh, the day out with Harley Quinn or that episode? No, oh, it actually good. doesn't even happen until the third season. No shit. New, we don't even the, get the names in that one. Huh? No, she just calls them my babies. That's yeah. all she ever calls them until the third season in the new Batman Adventures. It's in the episode Joker's Millions. Oh, wow. That's the first time we hear that they're called Bud and Lou. Because it was funny because when I was watching the episode right now and taking notes, it was like, all right, the hyenas is the first time we've seen them. And then I was, as it kept going on, I'm like, do we get the names? And no, no, of course, you know, we don't. And I was like, is it the, is it the episode where, you know, uh, uh Harley's holiday, Harley, ho yeah, that, that one, I was like, is it that one that we get to? Cause I remember, cause I, all I kept thinking about was her like being pulled by them on, on her roller oh, skates. skates. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. what I was like. I was like, I was remembering that. I'm like, okay, so is that when we actually find out the names of these two? But yep, there you go. But this is the first time we see the hyenas. We don't get their names quite yet, but they are there. And they do do. There's something in here, too, which is very interesting, because you know, obviously when Harley shows up and uh, and Sid shows up and, um, you know, I even wrote like Joker seems like he's a little bit upset. And this is what's interesting about it, because. In this episode, I mean, uh, you know, when it comes to the Joker and Batman relationship, I mean, it, we we've always got that sense. I mean, it's even. And even Christopher Nolan brought it oh, up. Oh yeah, the yeah, brought it up in there. Yes. Yeah, the interrogation scene and just saying like you know you know you complete me. You know it's just and I even have a poster in my kitchen that when I first moved in I put it right there. It's uh, the Lego uh, Batman. It's like there's no there's no Joker without Batman. It says on the poster and stuff like that. And it's just and you almost get the sense that yeah that Joker it, he has to be the one to defeat Batman. And he loves the, the back and forth. He loves the cat and mouse game with Batman or, you know, the clown and the, the bat game of, of of that. So he is not too happy that he was not the guy that got to, you know, figure out, you know, all the uh, all the different schemes that he's come up with and everything. He wasn't the guy to actually take him out. It was this little pipsqueak of a, an individual right here that did it. I know. And then I love how and I, and I love how he he doesn't even believe that he did it no. because he's they're going to do a heist. Yeah. And to prove <laughs> to prove that, yeah. you know, if Batman's out or not. And then, of course, 
this is the other voice that once again I, here we go I, I didn't i didn't recognize it when i first heard it uh because once again these voice actors damn they they do good work yes uh, murph murphy the uh, the gangster who asked the stupid question <laughs> okay who is uh, that it is maurice lamarche lamise marsh who is that pinky mm -hmm. are you pondering what i'm pondering oh no shit his brain. So he, yes, his brain. Wow. Hmm. Jay Brighton, what do you want to do tonight? Anything we do every night, Pinky. Yeah, yeah, he's done a lot. You could always. Wow, I, I'm surprised I didn't catch that one either. Because well, no, pretty, because yeah, but like, I think about when you usually yes. when you hear Lamarche, he's doing that. Or it's an Orson Welles impersonation. Yeah, he's doing yeah. for Brain, and so yeah, but that's that's Maurice Lamarche wow. as Murph. That's pretty awesome. Man, just all kinds of. I mean, this this is why this episode's pretty great, guys. That's what it is. Uh, good voice casting, that's for sure. And then, yeah, but like you said, Joker is like, no, he doesn't want to believe it. So, hey, we're gonna do a, a heist at a diamond exchange, and we're just gonna like just charge in there. We're gonna wait for the cops to show up, and then we're gonna see. And I love how there's like a clock on the wall, and Joker's like, just he just he just wants Batman to show up wants batman to show up so badly you know and you know sure enough he he does not and he's sad about it he's sad about it i i, I know it's like he's like oh, oh. i mean i just love hamill's performance it's just like yes oh. <laughs> and then even murph is like any questions murph <laughs> no sir good man yeah i know he gets like again what mark hamill talking about his performance how he can go from just being angry and just like the motions that can that change so quickly with this joker you know just so show how unstable he is where it could just be like super and then when he starts like even growling or something like that with his voice and then it's just then he can just go back to this you know or something you know and just uh mark hamill the goat and i love it how harley's got like all the diamonds on yes and he, and, and, and and joker is so dejected he's like Put it, put back. it back. Yeah. And she's like, what? I mean, she is loving it. She's all, look at all the, you know, and yeah. all the pretties. Yes. And she's like, he's just like, nope, put it back. This is not what this was about. Not what this was about. And then, of course, you know, how are we going to get out of here? I'm just going to throw a laughing gas bomb and we'll slip out the back. Yeah. So there you go. So we get all the cops slapping their asses off and they just slip out the back. Easy peasy, you know, and, even and though. Then, and, and then we go yeah. straight to Ace Chemical to yes. have a funeral. <laughs> Have a funeral. This, and this scene. This yes, scene. This is what I picked as our. Clip. Oh, of course you did, because yeah. it, if you, if anyone knows this episode, it's this scene. This scene where he gives, we have Joker giving the eulogy, eulogy for Batman. It's that's why I was like, all right, uh, you know, because usually I always try to pick like maybe the last scene, but I was like, no, this is the scene that we're going to be showing for this episode right here because it's just so great. It's just so freaking fantastic. So here we go. Dear friends, today is the day the clown cries. <laughs> oh, he's, it's so heartfelt. He is. It really is. And he cries not for the passing of one man, but for the death of a dream. Death of a dream. He would someday taste the ultimate victory over his hated enemy. <laughs> See, 
Yes, the perfect way. No, I love the whooping cushion in the back. Oh yeah, that's yeah, the that's, best one. That's the best yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> you always gotta have that. Playfully planted in the Playfully planted in the Uh his inflection is what makes yes. this role. Really does. Look at that. Here comes the anger. <laughs> See they all back away. <laughs> Slipped on the slime trail this loser left behind him. This mouth of disease. Yes. Part. Hold on. Uh -huh. Not fit to lick the dirt from my spats. Ugh. He even spits. But I digress. But I digress. <laughs> it's time to look ahead to a future filled with smiles. And I'll be smiling again. Just, Just as soon as we take that man there and slap, slap him in that this there, there and roll it into that bastard there. Yeah, God. Yes. Yes. So good. So good. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. And, and, then, and the then I even referenced so it in my tweet is that not only do you do that, yeah. and then Harley starts playing Amazing Grace yes. on the kazoo. <laughs> yeah, it's like on a. <laughs> <laughs> it's so ridiculous it's so ridiculous it's so great especially like the fermata she does at the end <laughs> where she like holds that last note for like forever yeah. and then batman's like who's for chinese <laughs> yeah yeah i know right he's just he's like well that was fun who's for chinese you know i mean that's again showing how unstable unstable that, that motherfucker is how he went from sadness to anger to his diabolical ways and then to sadness again and then she'd just be like oh well that was fun who's up for chinese and it's like all right now he's hungry and then of course you're kind of wondering i was like going man i trying to remember i mean obviously like if anybody fresh is watching this it's like okay if we, if we get back to thorn and i was like i knew that it wasn't the case because i started i was like oh yeah i remember how this ends but i was like man i'm sure there's people that fresh Watching this is like this is not one of those things too where where uh, Sid with Thorn is actually Batman in disguise again, is it? You know, I could see how people might have been like, mm, is you know it what? I never even thought things? about that. Yeah, that's that's something I never thought it about. Kind of sets it up like that again, but thank, but obviously, thankfully, it does not do that. But because you're kind of wondering like, how the fuck is he going to get out? I mean, he's literally getting put in acid right now, and obviously, we see the inside. Where uh, where it just starts boiling, you know, it's starting to like eat its way inside. And then all of a sudden, just the next thing you know, is he's like out on, you know, he surfaced out of a, a, a sewer pipe and the thing like crashed open. So you're like, well, wait a minute. And then, yeah, like I like you that's said, where you go. Well, that's convenient. That's convenient. Yeah, exactly. Very convenient to the point where when, you know, like you were saying that Thorn was like, wait a minute. This doesn't make any sense. No way. There's no way. And that's where. Thorn just yeah like you said he starts getting uh upset about that because like yeah nobody is that lucky you know oh, and that stupid. Like, <laughs> or that stupid yeah exactly and it's just you almost feel bad for Sid because it's like he's not lying you know he's not doing anything where you know he's he's full-on telling the truth of everything and Rupert but... Thorne thinks it's some scheme to like yes. muscle in on his operation which you totally could see that too because yes the story is stupid. ridiculous it's, it's so ridiculous. ridiculous. Yeah. 
So you can you you understand Thorn, and then you feel bad for Sid because it's like he is telling the truth, and now he's gonna get you know he's uh, one of the murdered. top mob bosses. Yeah, he's gonna get yeah, and then of course Rupert Thorn pulls a gun on him, and it's like oh shit. So what's gonna happen with them? But obviously, then you start hearing the commotion Gunfire. outside. I, and I love I love that setup that like he's oh, pointing yeah. the gun, and then you hear the gunfire outside, and Sid's like. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> Huh? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's one of those scenes too, where it's like, wait a minute, you hear the gunshots, but it nothing, nothing. Oh, we're good, we're good. And then, sure enough, dun, 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 here comes Batman. I love this shot too. I remember it was, and it was funny too because my brain remembers that this shot was in a lot of Batman the animated series promos, where he is walking and he just casually throws that ninja oh, star without breaking stride. Yeah, without breaking stride, that of course hits the barrel. But I remember. Anytime they would show like a promo for Batman, the anime, they would show that shot there are like, maybe not at first because it was a later episode, but I just remember that shot always stuck out in my head. And I remember when I saw it right now, you know, I did, I did the whole, whatchamacallit. Leo, right? Yeah. <laughs> I was like that shot, that shot, because he just doesn't break stride and he just, whoo, just throws that thing just all batman -y. and then of course it just hits right into the barrel and and then of course uh poor rupert thorne gets uh hey, at least rupert thorne is smart he doesn't still pull the trigger he at least True. puts the gun down tries to pull the ninja star exactly like, out of the he, barrel. Learned. he learned he's like if i pull the trigger that's gonna hurt my hand and i might lose a thumb or something like that but uh but yeah so i mean it's it, it's a cool seed too because i love it when you when <laughs> Batman just gets that one good shot on Thorn, and he just, you don't see it, but then he just, you see, you only see Sid, and then all of a sudden you see Rupert Thorn just go, <laughs> you know, with his big, huge, long, fat face in his, you know, his jowls That was one of those standards and practices things where we don't actually get to see the punch, like, yes. connect. Full-on punch, and you know it was a hard punch, too. And then, of course, you know, he's just out for the count. He is done. And then, uh, and then of course, we get a nice little exchange between uh, uh, Sid and Bat Batman. And, you know, Sid is really just kind of going like, hey, well, you know, this is fun and all, but, uh, you know, thanks. And he tries to kind of, like, casually go, I'll see you later. But then Batman's like, hey, hey wait a minute. You're still <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, you still were a part of this. You still broke the law. Yes. So. <laughs> You're not getting out there scot-free. Uh, but then, of course, but then this is what I love, too, is that Batman knows that Sid is not somebody he has to worry about. Sid yeah. is just like this guy that's been picked on his whole life. And he got into this world and he just wants respect. And he goes, you know what? I'm going to send you to a place where you are going to get respect. And it's and Stonegate. <laughs> it's Stonegate. And as he's walking down, Everybody is just cheering him on because they still think that he's the one that, you know. Well, no, they, they know he. They oh, no. know he. Didn't they know that he didn't. Sorry, because sorry. they say he almost killed the Batman. Almost killed Batman. There you go. You know, yeah. he took down Thorn and he yeah. humiliated the Joker. Like, mm -hmm. and and and, so, and he's just sitting there. Hey, did you notice too? Like, like the prison uniform doesn't even fit him. Like, no. It like the, the the sleeves are like your pajamas. Are, like he's dangling. such a tiny dude. <laughs> He's like dangling over his wrist while he's got the handcuffs on. It's like, I'm finally somebody. It's finally somebody. But geez, I don't know if you want to be somebody in there. But hey, 
we all have our dreams and Sid finally got the respect that he wanted because he, you know, he did, you know, he almost killed the Batman, helped take down Thorn. And then of course, you know, fool the Joker. So good on Sid, but of course we never hear from Sid again. So hopefully no. he survived. <laughs> what a great episode. Really great episode. Yeah. It's a lot of like corks in it. A lot of, uh, you know, like I said, that scene, one of that's probably like, that's, that's one of the best scenes of the Joker reading the eulogy for Batman. And of course, in the way that he did. of course, yes. you know, I, I think I still remember, I forgot who Kevin Smith was interviewing back when the podcast was fat man on Batman. Mm. But one of the episodes he was interviewing someone and they brought up that, Maybe he was even interviewing Paul Dini, but yeah. like that eulogy gets brought up in an episode oh, sure of Batman on Batman. It's just so perfectly written. I mean, I mean, come on. And you got just Hamill just nailing Healing every it. bit of it, every bit of it. Just just you know, like you said, the whoopee cushion, oh, you know, an exploding whoopee cushion. Playfully, playfully, oh man, <laughs> just so good. I just love that. But uh, yeah, great episode. And what do we have next week? Oh, we have another good one. Mm. Mudslide. Mudslide. Oh, we got Mr. Clayface coming back. So yes. we get to hear that. Oh, yeah. Sound but, effect. Know, uh, but we get Ron Perlman back. Yeah. And yeah. spoiler alert, the last appearance of Clayface until the new Batman Adventures in season three. So yeah, sadly. But hey, still great episode coming up. Great villain. So it's, make sure you get it's to weird. That. It's weird to think about it. Like, wow, we really only got three episodes of Clayface, and they were all in the first season. Like, it's weird. It, it's yeah. sometimes weird to look at some of these bad guys and go, "Really, they only were in that many episodes." Especially when, I mean, we're on episode 51 right now. And it's like, well, it was, I mean, because when you think of Batman, the animated series, I mean, some, I mean, one of the things that stands out is Clayface, because obviously they reinvented the character and made it as a little bit more of like, oh, it's, you know, this is the way the character that we're going to be doing it right now. And so it, you would think like, oh, yeah, Clayface should be all over this fucking, you know, first season. No, not really. No, three episodes. And literally, yeah. that's the entirety of his appearance. In the original production or in the original production order. And I, and, it, it, and I know some people will say this, speaking to this episode, Joker mm. does end up showing up a little too much in the animated series. Well, I mean, it, does. Yeah. It, it, it's Hamill. So we all kind of loved it. But yeah. really, when you think about it, it's like we're at 51 episodes and I think 60, 60 something is the end of the first of technically what's the first season. I think it's like 68, 64. 68 I number that I keep on yeah, thinking in yeah. my head. Right uh, before 69. Damn it. Sorry. Uh, I had to make the joke. You Come did. On. You did. Yeah, I'm such a dirty minded freak. Anyways, go you ahead. are. But but <laughs> think about it. We're at 51 episodes. So we are we are we're almost at the end. And yeah. we've only had like two penguin episodes, yeah. you know, three clay face, two poison ivies, but yet. How many Joker episodes have we had? There's, yeah, there's been a plenty of Joker, which I mean, it does make sense. It's the ultimate arch nemesis, but but at the same time, it's like some of those Joker episodes were like, Nyeh. oh, those <laughs> early ones, yeah. We, yeah, we, we, yeah. We've been very honest about how those early ones were kind of yeah. like, yeah. Oh well, they're not all going to be great, but this one was definitely great. Oh, this one was great. It definitely was, was. It, and it was a Dini. It was a Dini. 
It was a Deanie and Tim episode. So, I mean, you can't go wrong with that. I mean, I mean, right off the bat, like I said, when you see that title card and you see written by uh, uh, Paul Deanie and then uh, directed by Bruce Tim, you go, oh, okay. Well, this is going <laughs> to be great. This is going to be fabulous. <laughs> It'll be absolutely fabulous. But yes, make sure you guys watch Mudslide next week. Uh, we'll be covering that right here. Don't worry. I don't think any of us will be uh, doing any vacationing anytime soon. I think we got those out of our systems for the time being, at least. But um, we appreciate you guys uh, clicking in. Go ahead, Scott. Promote yourself. Well, of course, you can find me on Twitter at ScottDC27. You can find my podcast, the DC Squadcast, where podcast can be found because we just dropped last night our reaction to the first Black Adam trailer. And then if you can go over to patreon.com slash Squadcast Media for $5 a month, you get access to an entire RSS feed of over close to 500 pieces of content, which includes, as of noon today, our Ghost Rider review has been posted. I think we oh, kind yeah. of briefly talked about that on the vodka stream that you were talking about that. And we kind of made the jokes where it's like, oh, there's some good things. And then there's some not good things. <laughs> yeah. You know, Ooh. so check that out. And Batman Forever will be our next review. Ooh, on, that'll on, be fun. Only on Patreon. Only and on of Patreon. course, then you can find us on Vero, Facebook, YouTube with the entire network of shows at squadcastmedia.com. There it is. And make sure you guys smash that like thumbs up before you leave. Subscribe to the channel. Make sure that notification bell is on. If you want to become a member, hit the join button. Got all the links provided down below to the Patreon, to all the social media stuff. So do that. And uh, we'll see you guys uh, next weekend. Same bat time, same bat channel. All right, guys. Talk to you later.